Stand by to launch FanStream Sports. Three, two, one. Let's start. Hello, sports fans. Welcome to FanStream Sports. Nothing, nothing but pure sports. Welcome to another edition of the Black and Gold Daily Blitz. Brought to you by DSPMediaOnline.com and FanStream Sports. This is Adam Kahn at AJ Kahn 95 He is Joel Alexander at Joel Closer at an undisclosed location in the city of Chicago. Glad to have you back. Glad to be in the free agency frenzy. Uh, I, I don't, I'm sure it's happened before. I don't recall a time when the Steelers have been this active this early. Uh, whether it's bringing back their own or going out on the market and uh, getting a couple of veterans. But it's good to see. Good to see activity. Yeah. Um, you know, Patrick Peterson's getting a little long in the tooth, so uh, we hope that the cliff doesn't arrive next year when he's on the team. But, you know, they, they weren't able to retain Cam Sutton, so you bring in a uh, – a, corner with his pedigree and um you got to hope for the best there you know one of the things we disagreed on uh, well we don't we don't disagree on the fact that peterson is much older um you know getting rid of first of all the sutton the price for sutton i thought was too high it was over his market that doesn't mean we all didn't want to keep right. him we, we wanted to keep him over if you if we're given the choice yes i prefer to have sutton he can play yep. Uh, inside and out in the slot on the corner, you know he he's more versatile than Peterson. Yep. Um, that said, Peterson is also very good at what he does, and has not shown a lot of decline in his early 30s. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it's th- at that big of a drop off. He just won't be as versatile. He won't be able to, and and that's where the problem is because we got guys like Witherspoon and Millette who were questionable at times, and so there's still there still is that question of are they going to address that position in the draft because Peterson's not going to be the savior. I don't think so anyway. I'm sure you agree. Yeah, I mean, Witherspoon was hurt so much last year, and when they tried to get him back on the field, he got burned in the, the Eagles game. Um, I thought he finished 2021 really strong, and and my friends in the Bay Area really sort of felt that he was a either a really hot or really cold corner. So... Um, he either has an amazing game or he gets torched. So I, I think, you know, it's good they have Levi Wallace. Um, I like the fact that they brought KZ back. But um, a lot of these free agent moves are sort of complementary pieces. They're, they're Obviously, there's not a big splash signing or anything like that. Um, but what it enables them to do um, is to go into the draft without being desperate. You know, you see that they picked up a guard, which I love seeing them add some depth. Depth, excuse me. Uh, <laughs> I, I think that might mean that Kendrick Green is is going bye bye, uh, based on that that Nate Herbig signing. Um, you see that they signed the inside linebacker out of the you know Washington, uh, and and brought back Ogan Joby. Um, that means they can go into the draft and the board can fall the way that it's going to fall. And, and they're, they're going to not have, they're not going to be in panic mode. Um, I still think they have some big holes and this is a huge draft for this team. 
Um, they got to get younger, and they can't whiff on any of these players uh, in the first uh, four picks. But, uh, yeah, I, I think so far, I mean, it's a little ho-hum, but but these are these are moves that that just give them some some confidence going into the draft that, that they're going to be in a good position. Uh, you, you mentioned uh, Nate Herbig. Uh, apparently, he's called Nasty Nate in New York. Uh, uh, not a his name, you know, his name doesn't doesn't make a lot of headlines. I suppose that's a good thing. Um, but if if you remember in the Jets game, he was with the Jets last season, uh, started 11 games uh, and the Jets uh, wore down the Steelers defense late in that in that game, the fourth quarter, the Steelers came back. Uh, it was Pickett's first game. Uh, they took a lead, and then the Jets just just mauled them on the line. And uh, and Herbig was one of those guys that was just pushing them yeah. back and back and back. Um, and so the one thing the Jets did well last year was run the ball, and he was a part of that. So I, I agree. I like that. I like that depth a lot. Uh, and and you mentioned Holcomb coming out of Washington. Again, you're right. Like kind of ho hum, not splashy, but. Um, he decept- deceptively has some good stats from la- two seasons ago. Uh, had 140 some total tackles, uh, and and I read that he played almost 600 snaps in coverage in in 2021, which is what they're missing. I mean, they, they didn't. Spillane was versatile, but he wasn't a solid pure coverage guy. And uh, and Holcomb had a couple of interceptions. He had a pick six. Um, a uh, uh, couple forced fumbles. He, he was a part of five takeaways uh, in 2021, and the Steelers had none from their inside linebackers last season. So, you know, on, on paper, it actually looks pretty good. He's he's not uh, he's not a household name. In fact, the Steelers were really close at signing uh, Van Der Esch from the Cowboys, but he decided to stick with Dallas. And so Holcomb, you know, maybe he's the consolation prize, but but they need it then <laughs> they needed it in a bad all way. All these guys, I mean, you know, he needs, he needs to play better than Joe Schobert, right? He needs to play better than Devin Bush. Um, the, the big thing with him is if he can, apparently he's a, I mean, first of all, anyone can play better than Joe. Anybody can play better than either of those guys. You hope so. Right. Um, but it's been a revolving door, uh, since the Shazier injury. So, um, what I read is that he can really stop the run and that he was a, a leading tackler before he got hurt. Um, apparently there's a foot injury and, and a lot of this hinges on his physical, but that they're both sides are confident that he'll, he'll pass his physical. Um, but yeah, they, they need him to be better than what they have had and, and, and be a complimentary piece um, to miles Jack. Right. Um, so again, a signing like that, you got uh, Mark Robinson still in the fold, uh, who just looked so raw last year, an inside linebacker, but he also just looked like he could. His closing speed was just it was just very noticeable, um, you know. But again, it it's a good signing. It, it means they don't have to panic in the first couple rounds of this draft. I think that's the real critical piece. So. If you had your, uh, if it was your pick, and you you were in control of the the position that they go with with the seventeenth pick, what position would you go with? 
if the, if you know that there is a player on their board available, top top player. I'm I'm thinking. Listen, I'm thinking best player available of those positions, and I know that's kind of a cop out answer, but like. Do I think they have Not to go all. with Joey Not Porter all. Jr.? No, I don't think they have to go with Joey Porter Jr. I think that they, right? I mean, like, uh, I, I think that they they have the the freedom to go with not necessarily best player overall on the board, but the best player of those positions that they need. And I'd be fine if they went interior. I'd be fine if they went corner. I'd be fine if they went inside linebacker. I wouldn't be surprised if they went edge rusher with one of their earlier picks uh, or receiver, like they tend to do. Real quick, we're going to go down the list of remaining players. Uh, technically not on the team, but that have not been signed elsewhere. So unrestricted free agents that are, I guess you could st- still say the Steelers have an opportunity to sign. Uh, we can go with thumbs up, thumbs down. I don't know. Uh, you know, I, I don't see Mason Rudolph sticking around. I don't see Devin Bush sticking around. Uh, first one I'm looking at might be Derek Watt. I could see them retaining him, although they haven't yet. What do you say on Watt? Ineffective. Get him out of there. You got Cam Hayward's brother, Connor, out of Michigan State. Stick with him. Next. Oh, Sparty. Of course you'd say that. All right. Uh, Terrell Edmonds. Improved, I'll grant you, but... I would like to see Edmonds back, but again, it comes down to the money, right? Yeah, but... Clearly, he hasn't gotten any major offers yet, or else he'd be gone. Yeah, his brother just got paid. So, um, yeah, it, it. I'd like to see Edmonds back. I'm glad to see KZ back, you know, just to have some stability in the secondary after losing Cam Sutton, I, I think is key. So, uh, but you can't overpay. All right. Uh, Chris Wormley, you know, we, we talked about getting a little younger he's 29 but he doesn't have a lot of uh, tread on his tires uh decent interior I, lineman I like for Wormley. depth i, I say like they, they okay all right we're you on know, the same page louder milk hasn't developed louder milk hasn't developed so I, I i like Wormley. uh and i do think drafting a big horse on the dl uh, on the d line is critical this year uh because Wormley's not going to be around forever. Ogunjobi's uh, back, but Alulu's gone. Cam Hayward's getting older. Um, you got to get a Haas on the D-line. I skipped right over Alulu, man. He was a fan favorite a few years ago, but he's well past his prime. Um, he hit his clip. Uh, James Pierre, a couple uh, a couple guys on offense. Oh, Acto, stick, stick with the secondary. James Pierre, another guy we, we you know, part of that, like, rotational system that that came through in times of need but but not someone you want to put all your you know all your trust in i have i just haven't seen the impact of james pierre i mean i people he always has a good preseason this and that but i i i don't need him on my team um personally All right, uh, two more. Uh, Zach Gentry. Uh, this is a deep tight end draft, so Gentry's not Gentry is uh, expendable. Yeah. Well, Gentry can block, right? Um, 
you know, th this draft is supposedly very deep at the corner position and very deep at the tight end position. So one would think that drafting a tight end wouldn't make a ton of sense. That's a little bit of a luxury pick. Um, however, we've seen what, what it can be done in New England between the, with two, two tight end sets. Um, if they lose Gentry, they probably need to look into possibly drafting one late. Uh, I, I would try to bring him back because he can block. That's my opinion. That's fair. Yeah, and you and you, he's not going to cost. He's not going to be a cap uh, hazard on your team. So for sure, uh, and we and we need. You're correct. Fryermuth's uh, skill set isn't uh, deep in the trenches. He he's fair, but but you're right. We we need a uh, we need a blocker in in there to help out. All right. Last but not least, Benny Snell Jr., Columbus and Westerville uh, High School. Stay or go. Benny Snell football can take his talents elsewhere. Goodbye. But you're right. That does not make a career. He did. And he has a history of, yeah, he has a history of underperforming more often than not. So I'll, I'll grant you that. All right. So Devin Bush, yeah. Eric Watt, Mason Rudolph. A dime a dozen. You're right. You're right. Those guys, yes. Uh, but but there is something to be said about depth. Um, you know, it, they, they'll need a third guy that they can rely on. They will. They, they will. Um, I, again, I mean, listen, if he's affordable, okay. But I just haven't even seen him look good in the short yardage. I mean, that's that was supposed to be his thing coming out of Kentucky, is that he's this tough-nosed short yardage back. And I haven't seen that. And that that's, to me, the frustrating. Because you got to spell Najee. And Najee's, you know, you can't have him, you know, in every single short yardage play. Um, so I just... And I, that's not to say I think Anthony McFarland is, is anything to write home about either. I, I think they've swung and missed on both those guys. Um, but if there's anything you can find in, in, in the draft, it's it's a running back. Um, the Steelers have had a hard time doing that. But you can do it. Uh, and I like Najee, so they did do that. Um, and certainly the kid that was not drafted, that's a huge success story. So, But I think it made... Uh, you know, Benny Snell football <laughs> expendable. Yeah, uh, for sure. All right, we got, we'll have some draft coverage uh, to get into later on this month as we're only just, man, we're only a month away. Less, yeah, about, about a month away. Um, hopefully this, uh, this Max Headroom edition of the Black and Gold Daily Blitz was uh, <laughs> music to your ears. <laughs> Uh, he is Joel Alexander at Joel Cl Closer. I am Adam Con at AJCon95. This is Black and Gold Daily Blitz.